Hi, ladies. I am so excited for today. I am so excited for every day because every day is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. But specifically today, we get to interview Coach Corey and talk to her a little bit about what she is doing outside of the motherhood mess and um, all of the things because, you know, she has her hand in so many different cookie jars but all of them ordained for such a time as this. So I love to watch her maneuver all the spinning plates, if you will. She does so elegantly and so gracefully. And so I was so excited to talk to her and ask her a little bit more of how she manages to do all of that. So with that, hi, Coach Corey, how are you doing today? Hey, Sakira, I'm doing amazing. I'm, I'm so excited to be here with you. Just what a wonderful opportunity. We recently got a bunch of snow here. And when I look out, it's just beautiful and clear and just that white snow before everybody starts putting their imprints on it. And I was thinking about that with our conversation today. I was like, man, Lord, just let us be surrendered to you and let us put our imprint that you would have onto the people that listen to this. So that is my hope for the conversation. But thanks for having me here. You know, what's really cool about that is the Lord literally had me just post something about making sure that our gifts are the pure version of our gifts and not the perversion. And here it is. It's snowing where you're at. That is amazing. <laughs> That's just like God. So let's just jump right in um, because I want to make sure that we give you plenty of time to discuss what is on your heart, what God has given you, the vision and the exhortation that you have for anyone who might tune in today. And so the first question I have for you, Corey, is what are the desires of your heart as far as serving women or moms? Wow, that's a, that's a good question because it covers such an expanse. One thing, as mamas, I know many of us, I'm not alone in this, we do, we spin a lot of plates. And like Sakura alluded, we really want to make sure the plates that we are spinning, if we want to stick with that visual, are ordained by God. And we're not carrying things that are not ours to carry. And so for myself, I'm in this season of primarily serving women, yes, but even niching that down further, it's moms. And so what he's placed on my heart is to really speak into the lives of moms in three main areas, the first of which is identity, because we know it starts with our identity. Who am I? Who's Am I? And as daughters of the one true king, first and foremost, that is where we want to start the discussion. So identity is the first thing. The second thing is simplicity. Once we are clear on who we are, clarity promotes confidence. So when we are clear on something, we tend to have more confidence in walking that thing out. So beloved, once you are clear on who you are and whose you are, and we have that identity piece, we then go into simplicity, and this is all about the systems, the structures, the organization, so that we can stay focused on those plates that God has called us to spin in this season. Because when we have focus, we tend to show up in excellence. And that is really the desire of God's heart for us, is anything worth doing is worth doing with excellence. So as Sakura knows, I grew up in a military family. And so systems and structure and regimen have been something that has been ingrained in me very early. But also, biblically speaking, our God is a God of order. 
And so we want to make sure that when we are showing up in our home, in marketplace, in ministry, any and or all of those areas, our motherhood, that we are making the most of it, doing it in excellence. And the way that we do that is we really systematize things with flexibility. And I put that in there because we don't want our regimens and systems to turn into religion. We want to use them to be good stewards of what it is that God has given us in our life. So again, it's identity. The second pillar is simplicity. And the third is community. God really has me focusing in this season to establish a community and hold space for women to walk out these various growth opportunities in their life where they are safe, where they are seen, and where they are supported. So it's this beautiful journey where God says, hey, you know, Corey, I want to just use you as this vessel to pour into moms specifically so they can get clear on their identity, simplify all the things in their life so we get rid of the distractive noise so they can focus on the heavenly obedience. And then let's co-create a community together where they can walk through these growth encounters and be safe, seen, and supported. So in this season, that is really what God has on my heart. And I'm sure we'll unpack some of the things, but one of the main things is he really wants me to speak to moms and just remind all of you that there is a treasure within you. There is a treasure within you and he put it there. But also there are treasures that he is saving for you to discover when you are prepared to steward them well. And that is why we live this life continuing to go to God in all the things that we do in all the days of our lives as secure as said, because this is the day of the Lord, right? And so we take joy in that and walking out this journey. That is so cool. Just safe, seen, and supported in your identity. I love that. Um, I just can't imagine doing life with anyone else other than you. <laughs> God is so good and he is so faithful and bringing the right people in alignment into our lives. Um, but I know that you have recently released a podcast. Would you please give us some vision behind what helped you to put this vision and bring this vision to life, the Treasured Mama podcast? Absolutely. Yes, this has been, I can only equate it to that of birthing children. It is my most recent business baby. Before we talk about the vision, I like to call it the pre-work, right? It's that stuff that you do in the secret place before anybody sees the, the physical thing that in the natural realm that you have released. And if that language is like, Corey, wait, what? You just lost me. It just simply means before we put out a book or a product or a course or an experience here on earth, we receive an eternal download, right? Something from heaven, something from God. We have vision. And then by walking that thing out and partnering with God, then we bring it into fruition. It happens in the supernatural first, and then it happens in the natural. So Treasured Mama was really um, birthed out of this place of God wanting me to testify to some of the areas that I have overcome in my life and really help build mamas out so they can walk out their own breakthrough. And it's a multiplication of how we impact the kingdom. Because mama, our God is a God of multiplication, not of addition. And so that is so beautiful and speaks to his abundance and his extravagance. And that's one of the things that the podcast is allowing us to do is 
I can only encounter so many people in a day because I'm in a certain geographic location. I have a certain amount of hours available. But when I go on a podcast and release the sound, share the things that God has called me to share, the kingdom of God is voice activated. And so I get to release it out there and shift atmospheres, but also how many hundreds, thousands, millions, the vision is big, right? How many millions of people can we impact through a podcast that I would not be able to do simply with my one vessel in my one geographic location? And so we give God thanks for fully functioning technology to be used in holy, healthy, helpful ways, such as the podcast. Many years ago, God had given me this vision of women being both gentle in spirit, but also being strong, a gentle strength. And when I was talking about that word gentle with God, he was really unpacking the treasure. We have treasure that is within all of us. What is the journey that we show up with that treasure, but we are also strong in that we don't compromise our convictions that God has given us. And that's really where the treasured model comes from. And so I was like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to speak about on this podcast? This is, this is your deal. And what he highlighted was that common thread of simple systems for Christian moms. I kept asking God, why do you want me to use the word Christian instead of the word kingdom? And he just kept reminding me that he's so loving. He meets us where we're at. And most people are more familiar with that term Christian than they are with a lifestyle of kingdom. So I just want to encourage you today with whatever that thing is that God is having you do, that time that you're spending with him in the secret place right now, don't rush that. Don't rush that because God, he knows the whole picture. We see in part. So trust his journey. I really deeply wanted to put kingdom on my tagline for the podcast, but I've learned more things now. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus for having me use the word Christian. Now, why do I share those specifics? It's because they matter. And so for you, it matters that you go to God first and you get the vision from him first. And then you partner with him to walk that thing out. And then when people praise you for the way it's impacted their life, that you give God the glory because he's always with you as a co-heir. You choose to partner with him or not. So that's a little bit about how it came to be and what it stands for. The big vision is to help a million moms, a million moms, saying it out loud every time. I'm like, yes, God, <laughs> through you, God, but to help a million moms establish, right? That means to create something, to have planted something, establish a multi-generational legacy. That means, according to the Bible, your children and your children's children of abundant freedom. Abundant is a representative of God's character. He is an abundant God. And freedom means that we are walking with Christ in our day to day. So even if from an earthly perspective, you're behind bars, you're locked up in jail or prison, you can still have freedom in your spirit to meet God in that place and minister to the people within your environment and atmosphere. To include yourself and how we speak to ourselves. In summary, before I shoot it back to you, Sakira, this Treasured Mama podcast came from a place of God has brought me through things 
And it's time that I vulnerably share that testimony so that other women can really have breakthrough in the areas that they're needing. And we do that through identity, simplicity, and community. And when we do that on the daily, we will impact at least a million moms in establishing a multi-generational kingdom legacy of abundant freedom and how different the world will be. I'm so excited. So anyway, I'll hop off my soapbox, but that's really the vision. I love that you use the word multi-generational because that right there, that's like my word (laughs) because establishing that legacy um, for the grandmothers, the mothers, the children and the grandchildren and the great grandchildren, because the Bible says, just like the sins of the father are carried to the third and fourth generation, the Bible also says in Deuteronomy 28, up to a thousand generations reap the benefit of blessing from the father. And it's like, what a rich inheritance. And you're literally changing the trajectory by giving people, specifically women, um, just actionable step that changes not only their own perspective, but also the perspective of their children. And it all starts in the home. It all starts in the home. And so just not only by those women, by those mamas finding their identity, then they can pass on to their children, their children's identity, because they will be able they, ca- they are coming from a place of being healed and whole, and then they're teaching their children to be healed and whole and qualified not in their kingdom assignment, their kingdom purpose, their Christian calling. That's so important because it, God has a purpose for our children, just like the enemy has a purpose. And it's so important that children learn to discern. And the only way they're going to learn to discern is if their mothers and their fathers learn to discern. And because mothers have more of an impact within the four walls of their home, more times than not. And so they are more hands-on in their children's lives. And so they really have a high calling in that perspective of, of guarding the family, of guarding the heart of the home and changing the trajectory of everyone's vision within the family and impacting nations, impacting nations. But I would like to know, Corey, what is one key takeaway that you can share for our unfiltered mamas today? Amen, amen, amen. We will start there. I firmly believe your first ministry is your home ministry. And just like God had me reverse engineer, when I first started in entrepreneurship, it was like, I'm going to take the nations and I'm going to put these things out in the world and that's how I'm going to impact. And that's great. But there was a lot of I in those statements. And although I am a partner in it, I get to partner with God. And so when I went to God and shifted from a position of fear of not reaching the people and shifted into faith of meeting the people God wants me to and serving them and trusting he would take care of the multiplication, it dynamically shifted how I was showing up where I was showing up and the impact that I was actually having versus always reaching for. Because when I accessed the treasure within me, God had prepared the hearts of other people to receive that. So he had me niche all the way down from all the nations to my home ministry. And when I began to steward my home ministry well, 
that is when I begin to have access and opportunity to a multitude of people outside of that. So that would be my one greatest takeaway is, Mama, dive into the Word of God specifically around what is the role of a strong mother look like? What does that look like? And then begin to emulate that in your household. And if you're like, Corey, that sounds great. That's a really good activation. I'm just not there yet. Then start with this practical application. Be mindful of your tongue and only speaking life-giving things over your children. This is how that can look. When my daughter today was singing, she was singing a bit louder than was appropriate for when her younger sister was napping. I could have said, you need to be quiet. Your sister is napping. Or I could seek that opportunity to praise her in offering correction from a place of love and conviction versus condemnation. And what that sounded like instead of saying, you're singing too loud, quiet down, was, are you singing? Of course, she said yes, right? So now I know I have her attention. And then I looked her in the eye and said, you have such a beautiful singing voice. Let's make it a little bit quieter to respect baby sister sleeping. And she did it. Why? Because I met her where she's at. I invited her into the experience and I complimented her in the process. When we do that and we begin to see things through a lens of opportunity to meet our children where they're at and speak life into them, it builds them up. And guess what she did after that? I told her she had a beautiful voice. She looked at me and said, Mama, you're beautiful too. Wait, what? I was so blessed by that. We lead with the servant heart of desiring to be a blessing. But the fruit of that is you will be blessed in the process. And it becomes this reciprocal effect. And this is how we begin to shift the dynamic and the atmosphere within our home. Start with your words because that is something that you can control. You can have self-control in that area and seek out every opportunity to build your kids up. Now, I'm not saying to sugarcoat things and not have discipline. But like That's a whole other conversation. But I am saying seek opportunities to speak life over them. Seek opportunities to speak to the identity that God has designed for them, not the behaviors they're exhibiting. Instead of speaking to you being too loud or you're not being quiet enough, that's representative that that child is not enough. They're too much. They're too little. But instead, when I speak to the beauty that is within her, the beauty that is being released through her, that invites her into the conversation, and I was absolutely blessed in the process. So in summary, one key takeaway is start to discipline yourself to have self-control with your own words as you seek opportunity to speak life over your kids and speak out things that are building them up and not breaking them down. Because as you build them up, there will come a time where they will be built up, they will be strong in their faith, they will be confident in their identity. And if they begin to simplify their life and focus on where God has called them to, they will bless the communities around them. And that's why those three pillars exist, because ultimately what we want to be doing is establishing kingdom communities throughout the nations. And we will completely shift the trajectory of the atmosphere of the entire world. That's such a beautiful thing. You get to partner with God in that way, but start with what you have in the palm of your hand. And that is the ability to disciple your children with your words as you are a good steward with that. God will entrust you with more. 
that reminds me of uh, the fact that, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. And how children are really like they're the heart of the father and they're a blessing, not a burden. And there was just so much to unpack in, in what you were saying. People give out of the abundance that they have in their own heart. So if you want to give from a place of encouragement and love and kindness, you really have to take a look at what how, what are you identifying in your own head? What is your own mind traffic? What 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 thoughts are you entertaining about yourself? Because then you're going to give that to your children. And God's going to hold you responsible for those things. The Bible says to love others as you love yourself. Well, you have to love yourself first. You have to talk to yourself kindly first. And, and, and then you can give all of that place, that overflowing abundance that finds their identity in Christ to those that mean the most to you, which is your children. My last question for today is, as it relates to being open to opportunity, is there anything else? that you'd like to close out with? When we look at things through an opportunity, we tend to get excited about it. Yes, it may be a growth opportunity. It may be an exposure opportunity, whatever that is. Uh, but we shift from this lens of obligation, a have to, a requirement, an expectation. It feels a little heavier, even in our language. And when we shift to opportunity, it's an opportunity. It's a gift. I would encourage you to look at motherhood as a whole, as an opportunity. Like Secure so beautifully said, our children are a blessing. They are a blessing. If you are honestly feeling in this season anything that contradicts that or is in opposition to that, it is an opportunity to go before the Lord and ask him, God, how do I get to do this motherhood thing? So it aligns with what it is that you have for me. So it is biblical motherhood. It is a motherhood that I treasure. One of the things that I began to do when I asked God this very thing was I shifted my heart posture around laundry. Yes, we are bringing it very practical around laundry because I used to get so frustrated. You know, it might sound something like, doesn't anyone appreciate what I do? Why are they putting this in the dirty clothes for me to wash again when it's not even actually dirty? If they can't take care of their clothes and pick them up off the floor, then why do they even have them? Right? And we, we get going down that thought process. I specifically was like, God, if you cannot make me love laundry, which I know you could if you wanted to, then how can I maximize the time that I'm doing laundry? And it was as simple as every time I had a begrudged thought about doing the laundry, to shift it into an atmosphere of praise, to cultivate a mindset of gratitude. So I would literally say, even if I didn't believe it in the moment, I'm grateful for laundry. Thank you for clothing my children. And I would say it in that tone. And then as God began to purify my heart, because he needs us exactly where we're at, he gave me this download to just pray over the family member's laundry that I was actually folding. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There's just this visual right now of just folding yourself into the comforter, like God is the ultimate comforter. And so just resting your head on his bosom, just resting right into his chest, just allowing all the weight of the world to just be relinquished at the foot of the cross. And I literally, that's what I would do. It dissolved any anger, frustration, anything that was not in alignment with God, because I would, I would pray over that person. If I was folding my oldest sweatpants. I would be like, Lord, I just prayed this, this, and this over this child, and I thank you for his life. 
So it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be very simple. But instead of feeling like you have to have this religious structure to spend time with God, shift it into meeting Messiah in the mundane. Meet him in the messy middle of your day-to-day life. Meet him in the dishes. Meet him in the laundry. Meet him in the shower. Meet him while you're scrubbing the toilet. Thank him for the toxic thoughts that are being flushed away. I mean, find those ways to practically meet him in the mundane. Be open to the opportunities that are right in the palm of your hand. And beloved, I assure you, as you press into those moments of opportunity, God will present you with more. Sometimes our answer to prayer looks different than we anticipated because it's better. And we can fully surrender our hearts to God and be open to whatever opportunity he presents before us. It opens us up to such an expansive, delightful experience of motherhood that I didn't know was possible. I thought as a, quote, holy Christian, end quote, I just had to kind of suck it up, buttercup, and deal with those things. But what God showed me is I was partnering with some cultural language that motherhood just has to be hard and you just have to suck it up. But really what God has reframed for me is that I get to invite him into every opportunity and things that I did not think I could ever delight in, I truly do. I truly do. And so I am a work in progress just like you are, but I would encourage you, be open to those opportunities to meet him in the mundane. You don't have to eliminate the mess. You get to partner with him in the messy middle. And it's the middle because it's a journey. It is a journey. Our time here on earth is just a small little portion of that journey. My prayer is that this conversation would help you see that God delights in all of who you are. And if you're not sure what that means, then it's an opportunity to unpack your identity a little bit. And if you're like, I'm not sure where to go, or you just want to hear more of that, then you can go to the Treasured Mama podcast on Apple or anywhere that you are listening to podcasts and tune in to our conversations twice a week where we are unpacking identity, simplicity, and community. We're doing it together and it is a safe place for you to be seen and supported. When you do that, when you begin to expose yourself to those type of conversations, you will begin to think of things different, believe things different in your heart, and thus walk things out in your actions in the day-to-day. And it's going to impact your children and shift the generations. It will shift your children and your children's children and how they show up and how they run fervently after God. And so with that, I will just hand it back over to you, Sakira. We will put any ways that we can connect down in the show notes below. So you can reference all those links. It's easy peasy. But I would love for you to finish with any final thoughts as well, Sakira, and close us out in prayer if you would. So what I loved about what you said and some of the things that came to mind and what I was seeing is that I remember talking to you, Corey, when you first came to the King's Company and you used the word intimacy. And then you said, but you saw it differently. And it was into me, I see. And I see how, since I've known you since roughly around 2018, how God took you on this journey of looking within. And once you found that treasure within yourself, he has allowed you to become an authority in that area. As you've discovered that gold within, because you had come from, as most of us have, 
come from a background where we have been rooted in sin and we think that we can't be anything more than what we are. But God allows you to discover once you discovered that intimacy and that the intimacy had to be you looking within to yourself and seeing the father within you. Right. And then that uh, once you discovered that treasure and of that purpose and that identity, now you are like an authority in the spirit. <laughs> and you're going to be leading this army of mamas that are secure, that they're confident in their calling. And so it's just a beautiful picture of how we can meet Jesus in the mundane, in the mess and in motherhood and it, it he takes what we might consider trash and he turns it into treasure and i love the fact that you use the laundry analogy and just shifting that shifting our attitude into a position of gratitude you know and i know for me as a mom that's often you know what i think when i have to clean up a mess i'm reminded one of the things that the lord has reminded me of is how many mothers have children who are in the hospital that they wish they had a mess to clean up after, but instead their child is, is confined to a bed. And, and so I have to remind myself consistently, you know, even in the mess that my children make or the laundry that they make or the, or the extra quote unquote work that they make just to, just to be grateful that I get to be there for those things. And not only do I get to be grateful for those things that they are able <laughs> to do those things and love them in the thick of it. I want to lead you all through prayer. Um, thank you, Father God, for Coach Corey. Thank you, Father God, for her podcast, Treasured Mama, Father God, that the right women that need to hear what she has to say, just like here at Motherhood Nest, Father God, unfiltered, that you would bring the right women that into alignment, onto assignment, Father God, and that they would... They, they would hear exactly what need, needed to be said, Father God. Maybe it's a confirming word. Maybe they thought that they've heard your voice. But through these podcasts, they definitely know that they not only are hearing your voice, but they're being heard in the name of Jesus. So I thank you, Father God, that you see these women, that you're drawing these women in and you're drawing them into deeper revelation, deeper understanding, turning their burdens into blessings. And I thank you, Father God, they are continuing to advance the kingdom of God. I thank you that Corey is a general and she's arising into her assignment, Father God, that she's leading these women into the treasure trove of heaven. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen.